As we celebrate today the wonderful feast of the Solemnity of All Saints, one of the dangers of this day might be that sanctity might seem to be the preserve of just a select few, a few spiritual heroes, and not the goal of the ordinary Christian person. Really, the whole goal for every one of us here is for all of us to be saints. And the whole purpose of everything that we do here in the church, whether it is coming to Mass on Sunday, or whether all of our corporal and spiritual works of mercy, like our outreach programs, all that we are engaged in in the Christian life, so that we might become saints. Think about this. The only people in heaven are saints. And when you, we pray, get to heaven, all of us, you too will be a saint. So put your name up there in heaven and saint, okay, before it. It's been said that there is only one real sadness in life, and that is not to be a saint. That means that in the end, all of our wealth or power or good reputation, all of that in the end is really so very trivial. Think about how much time and effort in life we give to all of that. What really matters in the end is being holy, the person that God has made you to be. First lines of scripture in Genesis that we are made in the image in likeness of God. And that's what we are called to consider this day. How often do we really think about that? How often do we just worry about money or about how something that we have looks or about how we look, about pleasures that we have in life, when really in the end we should be worrying about our sanctity, so what does it mean to be a saint? And what do all these people today that we celebrate, and they are countless, what do they all have in common? To be a saint, of course, is to be holy. To be holy is someone who has followed the will of God. God's will, very simple, it is to love. It is to love. What does it mean to love? To love is simply to will the good of the other. It's an easy thing to say, but it's not always an easy thing to do. In the gospel that we have today, the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, helps us to apply this in some very concrete ways. What makes us blessed or happy is we hear in all of those Beatitudes. It's none other than being, being holy. Jesus says, I'm not going to go through these in the, way, in the ordinary way that you heard them now. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Think about it. That's, at the, very, that's at the very essence of God. That is how God always deals with us, is with great mercy, with great tender mercy. So we will be happy when we 
participate in that. We'll be happy when we show mercy to others. Another way of saying it is, blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. What is the desire of your heart? What is the deepest desire of your heart? A saint is someone whose heart, the deepest part of his heart, is undivided. Yes, so often our hearts are divided. Part of my heart goes this way, part of my heart goes that way. We're yearning for so much. We can begin by trying to conform our hearts to what God is desiring for us. And it does take time, there's no doubt about that. It takes a, a lifetime to conform our hearts to God. Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart and your neighbor as yourself. It means being clean of heart. You'll be blessed. You'll be happy when you have a clean heart. Still another way to help fix us on this is, is the beatitude. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. We hunger, you know, and thirst, desire so much in this life. Some of what we hunger and thirst for is good. Some of what we hunger and thirst for in life is, is not so good. It's not always of God. What should we always be desiring is the right thing, the godly thing, to follow God's will in everything. Do we go through our day saying, what is the right thing to do? Or do we say, what's good for me? What's the pleasurable thing for me right now? What will place me in an advantageous, advantageous position? What will be the thing to do for me so that I can get ahead right now? You know, we can go out on 256 and we think, how am I going to get ahead on this crazy, crazy street right now that they're putting together, right? That's a kind of a metaphor for life. How can I get ahead? What's the right thing to do? Not always easy, is it? But that's hungering and thirsting for righteousness. More and more, what will conform me to God, hungering and thirsting for righteousness. The great saint, we celebrated the first feast a couple weeks ago, Tres of Lesur, gave us what's called the little way, taught us the great demands of love in just small things. What's the demand of love right now in this moment? Every moment of our lives is a demand of love. He followed the demand of love to be here this morning. Now, be in love while you're here this morning. Not thinking about what you're going to do this afternoon or tonight. Right here, be fully in love here. Be fully engaged in love. Be engaged in love with your family the rest of the day. The demand of love. St. Therese became a, a doctor of the church because of this little way of love that she expounded, which is within the grasp of everyone. Everyone. The little way. 
And if we do this, we will be peacemakers. Jesus says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. If you walk the path of God in your life, you will radiate peace. People will be drawn to you. You'll be like a garden of Eden. You will flourish. Blessed are the peacemakers. So we look now at four of the Beatitudes that lead to holiness. There are four more. They counter four things that can lead us away from God. The four things that can prevent us from meeting God are wealth, power, pleasure, and honor. So there's four Beatitudes that kind of keep us on track. Those things that kind of keep us from God. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. How many are addicted today to the material things of life? How many waste their lives running after the material, even though the material can't satisfy us in this life? Blessed are the poor in spirit. Jesus also says, Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. This doesn't, doesn't mean mourning so much after losing a loved one. It's bigger than that. Remember what you are called to do, to do the will of God. This counter is one of the other things that can keep us from God. How many people today are addicted to pleasure? And that can rule our lives. A life of addiction to pleasure is not the true path to joy. Read the stories of the martyrs. Um, They will tell you how they will have accepted suffering in their life. This is the mourning that Jesus is talking about. The cross that Jesus himself was on that led to love of God. It is the path to, to true joy. It really, it really is. Read some of the stories of some of the martyrs. A couple weeks ago, we, stuck, we, we had the feast of uh, St. Ignatius of, of Antioch, one of the early Christian martyrs. His story is remarkable. All of you parents here know what I'm speaking of. You suffer. You suffer for your children. And yet, in the end, you know the joy that you experience. Blessed are you who mourn, who suffer loss, for you will be comforted. Next, blessed are the meek. They will inherit the land. Many today become addicted to power as a substitute for God. How lucky are we if we're not addicted to power. The average person is not going to become some, some great ruler of some great land. But how many of us have our own little kingdoms? How many of us want to control in life today? Blessed are the meek if you walk the path of meekness, humility, not power, being in charge of whatever it is that you can be in charge of in life.
Finally, since so many are connected to worldly honor, Jesus says, Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you because of me. Again, this is a very, very challenging beatitude. Because we live in a world today where we think everyone, everyone deserves some kind of trophy for whatever it is they're doing in life. What's this all about? It's an addiction to honor. Pay attention to me. I deserve something. It's pride. That's why humility is so important. And this beatitude, too, is not very popular. But it's a counter. It's a counter to worldly honor. So I began with that there's only one real sadness in life. And that is to not be a saint and seek it. Don't miss the opportunity to become a saint that you have in this life. The Beatitudes are the sure path to finding it and traveling toward it in our lives.